Welcome to Fire Talk Radio, teaching the unfiltered Word of God with the anointing of His Spirit, with subjects on eternity and the choices we make that determine our eternal destiny. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Fire Talk Radio. I'm so glad that you're with me. Tonight, whatever part of the world that you're listening to me from, I'm excited that you're here. And uh, for several months, I've been teaching on 12 Pillars of Faith. It's with a different topic every month. And this month, I'm going to be teaching on the topic of my treasure. So that's what I'm going to be teaching on. And so I'm going to get a song and I'll be right back with you. Jesus 
God for his presence and thank God that he makes us whole. He makes us whole and his presence is absolutely wonderful. It's nothing like his presence. Nothing like it at all. Nothing like it. He is so awesome, so good, so worthy to be praised. That's our wonderful, wonderful Savior. So, so wonderful. So good, so kind and loving. And tonight, as I was saying earlier before the song, I'm going to be talking this month about my treasure. And I've scheduled it for an hour, but you never know what's going to happen, so I may end up extending it, or I may just just uh, keep it for an hour to see what happens. <laughs> if you have um, any prayer requests at all, please feel free to email me at Fire Talk Radio 2, that's the number 2, at yahoo.com. That's Fire Talk Radio 2 at yahoo.com. And I'm going to start off tonight's lesson. And also, if you have any. Any, uh, if you want to call and speak with someone for prayer, feel free to call 866-857-4837. That's 866-857-4837. So feel free to call there. And someone will be more than happy to pray with you, whatever your need is. So I am just trying to find my notes. They were right in front of me. <laughs> but I just want you to know that that there's nothing too hard for God. Absolutely nothing too hard for Him. Nothing too hard that He can't can't fix at all for you. In fact, while I'm trying to find my notes, I'm just going to go ahead and go to another song. Um, so that you're not sitting here waiting for me to go to try to find my notes. And I'm going to find, it's, it's by Rom Dacosa, and it's called You're Holy, or You Are Holy. Let's see what it's called right here. It is called You are holy. Okay, and I will be back with you in three minutes and six seconds.
Praise God. He definitely, definitely is holy. Definitely holy. So grateful that God is holy. And yes, I found my notes. <laughs> There's one difference about having the notes on the computer. You can lose them if you've got a whole bunch of notes in front of you and a whole bunch of windows open and all that kind of stuff. You can lose all that. So, And I just lost something else here, but that is okay. Quite all right. <laughs> so I'm going to pop back and get my notes, which I have, but I keep losing the studio here. That's quite all right. It's a good thing it doesn't need me to operate. <laughs> Okay, now, tonight's title, uh, as I was saying, the topic is my treasure, and the title of this particular teaching is Two Kingdoms, Two Treasures, Your Choice. Foundation scripture is Matthew 6, verses 19 through 24, and I'm reading out of the Amplified. Excuse me. Do not gather and heap up and store up for yourselves treasure, treasures on earth where moth and rust and worm can consume and destroy and where thieves break through and steal. But gather and heap up and store for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust nor worm consume and destroy and where thieves do not break through and steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. The eye is a lamp of the body. So if your eye is sound, your entire body will be full of light. But if your eye is unsound, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the very light in you Your conscience is darkened. How dense is that darkness? No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will stand by and be devoted to the one and despise and be against the other. You cannot serve God and mammon, deceitful riches, money, possessions, or whatever is trusted in. So that was Matthew was Matthew six verses nineteen through twenty four. And Jesus speaks about the believers proper conduct in relationships to money and possessions. Martin Luther said, I have held many things in my hand and I have lost them all. But whatever I placed in God's hands, that I still possess. Makes me think about how if we are, say we're worried about maybe an unsaved family member or just how how they're acting and maybe just whatever the case is, is if it's a if it's a person even like I was saying, 
whatever that case may be, if we if we place them in the hand of the Holy Ghost, if we place them in the in the Master's hand, then we are going to we're not going to lose them. We're not going to lose our we're not going to lose all of that because as 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 he was saying what he what he kept what he held on to what he tried to do by himself then it was not it was not he lost it all but what he placed in the master's hand what he placed in God's hand he he did not lose at all so that right there is is uh, is I, I know that myself when I have when I've tried to do things on my own and I have tried to hold on to things or I have just tried to do them on my own. It seems for whatever reason then. I can't let it go, but if I, if when I finally, finally trust and let it go and to say, I can't do it anymore, then, then I, this huge burden is lifted. So like Martin Luther was saying, we need to just let, let it go and give it to God and put it in God's hands and we will not lose it. Like I was saying, that could be that could be with with our unsafe family members, with with problems, with whatever that is. But so I just was thinking about that. I didn't know that I mean I'll read that quote again. Martin Luther, he said, I have held many things in my hand, and I have lost them all, but whatever I place in God's hands, that I still possess. A.W. Tozer posed four questions we should all ask ourselves. What do we value most? What will we hate to lose? What do our thoughts turn to most frequently when we are free to think of what we will? What affords us the greatest pleasure? So what do we value most? Think about that one. And the greatest pleasure, is it something... I'll let you answer that. Is it earthly or heavenly treasure? When spent on heavenly treasure, money is out of temporary value. Money is only of temporary value. So when spent on earthly treasure, money is only of temporary value. When spent on heavenly treasure, money takes on eternal value. Value, and it keeps on getting dividend and accumulating interest, and it is waiting for us on the other side when we get there. 
Jesus wants us to choose our treasury, where we make our deposits. If it is an earthly treasure, it will be lost when we die. If it is a heavenly treasure, it will be ours for eternity. So is, is there, I mean, Jesus is saying that, he's he's saying that trying to accumulate earthly treasure and wealth is not morally wrong. It's just a poor investment. There's nothing wrong with this having earthly treasure is that that earthly treasure does not have us and nothing wrong with having wealth but does that wealth have us the love of money is the root of all evil and if you suddenly accumulate my pastor uh says that a lot if you suddenly accumulated unlimited wealth all of a sudden would you still go to church would you still win souls would you still teach the word of God? Would you still disciple people? Would you still study the Bible? Or would you call and say, I'm sorry, I can't come to the church right now. I'm, I'm on my 500-foot yacht. And I'm I'm out there ple- pleasure cruising. Or whatever it is that you would do with unlimited amount of wealth. <clears throat> Excuse me, it's not, it's, as I said, it's not... Does that it's not just having wealth and accumulating wealth and treasure it's just does it have you moths rust, and thieves imperil your earthly treasure in the end, everything is gonna be consumed by fire anyway in two Peter chapter three verse seven it says that the heavens and the earth which are now, by the same word, are kept in store, reserved unto fire against the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. John Wesley said, I value all things only by the price they shall gain in eternity. Wow. I'll just say that again. I value all things only by the price they shall gain in eternity. David Livingston said, I place no value on anything I possess except in relation to the kingdom of God. And in discovering true wealth. Matthew 13:44 in the amplified says the kingdom of heaven is like something precious buried in a field which a man found and hid again then in his joy he goes and sells all he has and buys that field what we keep we lose what we give up and share and do in Christ's name ultimately come back to us in heaven. If we store up heavenly treasures, they will never stop paying dividends. Ecclesiastes 5.15 in the Amplified says, As a man came forth from his mother's womb, 
so he shall go again naked as he came, and he shall take again nothing for all his labor which he can carry in his hand. So he will take away nothing for all his labor. So all all the labor that he that he did and and can't can't take it with you. The Egyptians, uh, the pharaohs, and and especially, but but they had a custom. They had they thought that they could take their treasure with them to the other side because they thought they could use it back there. Well, I mean, when they got there, but back then they had this custom where all the treasure that they had and and even even the servants and their wives and family and pets and everything they put in the tomb with the with their dead body thinking that they could that they were just going to have that needed on the other side basically can't take it with you and all those people unfortunately died and all that treasure just went to waste that's why when they open tombs like uh they they find all that treasure uh in the tomb but even right here it says for all your labor your labor he will take away nothing take it nothing with him psalm forty nine sixteen uh through twenty n a s says do not be afraid when a man becomes rich when the glory of his house is increased. For when he dies, he will carry nothing away. His glory will not descend after him. Though while he lives, he congratulates himself. And though men praise you when you do well for yourself, he shall go to the generation of his fathers. They shall never see the light. Man in his pomp, yet without understanding, is like the beasts that perish. So, it's telling you once again, you can't, you can't take it with you. I was uh, thinking about how. I mean, you really, you really can't. No matter what, no matter what you have, and it's talking about naked. You'll, you'll go back naked. You know, came into this world naked. You'll leave the world. Well, obviously, for obvious reasons, we, the body is clothed. The dead body is clothed. If it's, you know, it's open casket, especially it's clothed body. Just out of respect and out of. Well, obvious reasons, but it is uh, definitely, definitely uh, can't take anything with you at all. I was looking here, and I was trying to find a little clip I have. I just feel let it play it, and as soon as I find it, I'm going to play it. For you, I'm going to gonna play it as soon as I find it.
audio version of the gospel soul winning script. It could actually be the audio version of this of the um gospel soul winning survey. And actually all of these you can find on revival dot com. That is R E V like Victor I V A V A try that again. R E V I V A L Revival dot com. And you can go to Soul Winning you scroll all the way down to the bottom and you will find it says Soul Winning Tools. And then you you can go over there. They've got all kinds of all kinds of outreach materials on there. They've got the They've got these lessons that I've been that I have been teaching these twelve pillars of faith, and they've got the surveys and gospel scripts and, and all kinds of languages. It's a, it's a great resource place for evangelism. I have found it. It is the prayer CD, and I'm going to play it for you. I'll be back with you in three minutes and twenty eight seconds. My friend, I have a few questions to ask you. Has anyone ever told you that God loves you and that He has a great plan for your life? If today were your last day here on earth, do you know for sure, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that you would go to heaven? If you answered yes, is that because you are a good person or is it because you attend church regularly? Have you ever heard that the Bible reads, For all have sinned, and come short of the glory of God. The Bible also reads, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. And it also reads, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. My friend, did you know that you are a whosoever? I'd like to say a prayer for you. Lord, bless my friend right now. I thank you that you are doing a quick work in my friend's heart. And Jesus, right now, make yourself real to my friend. If you haven't called upon the name of the Lord, I pray that you'll do so right now. Say this prayer with your heart and with your mouth out loud. Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sin. Set me free. Jesus, thank you that you died for me. I believe that God raised you from the dead. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Fill me with the peace of God and the joy of the Lord. Give me a passion to reach the lost. Give me a hunger for the things of God. And Father, give me a holy boldness to preach the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, I thank you that I am saved. I am born again. I am forgiven and on my way to heaven. Because I have Jesus in my heart. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.
My friend, when you asked Jesus to come into your heart and to forgive you, He heard your prayer and He forgave you. All your sins are now forgiven. And always remember to run to God and not from God because He loves you and has a great plan for your life. I would like to encourage you, if you have friends who don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, make copies of this recording on CD and give it to them. And let God change their lives in the same way He's changed yours. Regards, your friend.
We've got an account. We Some of you may have bank accounts, savings accounts, because I know there's people listening in different parts of the world, so we're all at different levels, but you may have a bank account, and that bank account has a little bit of interest depending on it, if you have savings or checking, but and you try to put away a little bit at a time, it's the same way in heaven, but the, the, the account in heaven, the riches, the treasure in heaven, it will, it will, it, it's accumulating interest, but it will, it never, it, your bank account, one day you're going to cash in on your savings, you're going to take money out of that, you're going to spend it on something, and if you spend it on on a on an earthly thing, that will it'll fade away, and uh, you you know be of naught. You may pass that on. It may have some blessings, some limited things. But as I mentioned earlier, you can't take it with you. Oh, but what what you store up, the treasure that you store up in heaven, waiting for you on the other side, and it will never ever devalue, and it will never ever. Um, pass away it won't it won't go it won't go bankrupt it won't go it won't be it just it just it will always always be there it it just it won't devalue <laughs> it's exciting it, i'm just really getting excited to think about this because bank accounts on earth Suppose you had millions in 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 a bank account, you have to spread it out all over different banks because the bank is only insured up to I think one or two thousand hundred thousand dollars. So if you were to put in a million, you'd only get two hundred thousand dollars. If you put it on Earth, that is, if the bank went bankrupt or it went out of out of commission, but if you put a, a million dollars in heaven. <laughs> oh, that million dollars is going to be there, and the bank and heaven is totally guaranteed to never ever fail. This is exciting. If I'm preaching to myself, I'm the only one preached to. I'm really getting a lot out of this here. <laughs> it's really exciting to to know that we have treasure waiting for us on the other side. That the the just giving gets God's attention. And the, the the last and final question I have to ask you and myself, where is your heart? Show me your checkbook, your credit card statements, your cash receipt receipts, and I will show you where your heart is. Is your checkbook have a department store and and clothes store and and uh, maybe a car things just these treasures of of earthly treasures or does your checkbook and your credit card statements and cash receipts have have maybe buying CDs at at uh, your church for for educational but plus that uh, all that money goes the proceeds go back into the church and the harvest and seeking of souls and does your checkbook and check 
card, and I'm asking myself that same question: Does it have have donations or um, seed sown into the harvest and into the building fund and paying off the church? What's the balance there? Is it in only you can answer that question? Only I can answer that question. And and only and with the guidance of the Holy Spirit and speaking with Him about it, I don't know about you, but I want to go to the next level in my giving. I want to go to the next level in it. I know that in Malachi it speaks about bringing your tithes into the storehouse that there may be meat in my house. And prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open up the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing on you don't have room enough to receive, and I will rebuke the devourer for your sake, and all nations will call you blessed. So our tithes are very important because it opens the heaven, when does the heaven release, it releases the blessing we don't have room enough to receive. But the tithe is everything, every increase that we make, 10%, goes uh, to the storehouse, which is the local church where, where you attend, you're a member of, and you get fed. The Word of God, your spirit man is fed. Well, the, the, um, that, the 10% is automatically God's. So that's just a reasonable amount of service. That's just, but, but above and beyond that is, is, is the seed, is the giving. And so the tithes, we have to remember tithing first and then giving. Very important to tithe if you are having financial problems. Maybe you don't believe in the tithe. Maybe you you don't think tithing is for today. Maybe we're, we're not raised to believe that you're supposed to give. Maybe you didn't even know about it. Maybe you've just heard about it. You don't think it's, it's true. You just think the preacher... Once your money, when maybe there are some like that, but really you're giving to God, you're not giving to man. And when you give that that money, you're giving it so that the church can can further further on in its can go further in its in its uh, build, you know help pay off the building, help fund crusades, and whatever it is it's doing, you're helping further the gospel with giving your tithe, but also above and beyond the tithe, because if you're not giving over the tithe, then you're 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 really not giving, because you're giving a reasonable amount of, of service. So if, you, if you're having financial difficulties, and you have not been tithing or maybe you backed off of tithing because of your your financial issues, I, I challenge you and I encourage you to put it to the test because he says, prove me now. In the book of Malachi 3, he says, prove me now if I not open. The, he's, he's saying you can actually prove him by this. So if you're having financial problems, why not try it for three months? Try to tithe, and actually, no, don't try. Tithe to your local church where you get fed the word of God, 
If you don't attend a local church physically, then you can tithe online to where you watch online, to where you consider yourself a member. Do it for three months, and don't and 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 quote that scripture to the Lord of Malachi. Malachi three. I'm gonna look it up actually. In the in the over here for you so that you'll have that scripture but that you can quote and you can quote the scripture Malachi 3 verse 10 bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be meat in mine house and prove me now herewith saith the Lord of hosts if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that there shall not be room enough to receive it. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes, and he shall not destroy the fruits of your ground, neither shall your vine cast her fruit before the time in the field, saith the Lord of hosts. And all nations shall call you blessed, for you shall be a delightsome land, saith the Lord of hosts. So, That's Malachi 3, verses 10 through 12. You can quote that. You can quote it, and you can put God to the test. And you will find how you'll wonder, you'll get back into financial, you won't have financial problems anymore, or they'll they'll be more contained. And God, God, God will show you, and He will open up those windows of heaven, pour out blessing on you. Don't have room to receive, and you'll you'll see how you won't have a problem anymore in the financial area. You may have some challenges, but God will be faithful, and He's 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 a man of His word, and He, he will show you how it, it'll look. You, you'll look back on those three months, and you'll say. How did that happen? It seems like I, I, I had more income than what I really had on paper. How did? How does that work? Well, it's it's a God thing. Trust me, it'll work. You cannot serve. You and I cannot serve two masters. You cannot serve both God and Mammon. It is impossible. Loving and being devoted to one means that you automatically hate and despise the other. And in closing here, I just want to say, want to leave us both with this final question. Will you choose a life wasted in pursuit of wealth on earth or a life invested in the pursuit of wealth in heaven? Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. I tell you, I got a lot out of this. I I haven't studied that particular one in a while. So as I was studying for this, it says, He he who waters shall himself be watered. So for myself, I I got a lot of review there and a lot of, a lot of information that I needed. I'm gonna, you know, I 
I have some, we have some, my church has some awesome Bible colleges. I graduated two years from from the Bible college. It has a Bible college, a, a River School of Worship. It has a worship college, and now it has a government scholar, uh, college. I'm going to play you a quick promo there, and hopefully my tongue will get untied from being twisted here. <laughs> tongue twisters, it seems like, but I'll be right back with you. In the world, there is a problem. People are hurting. People are empty. Some very alone. People are broken. Many are lost. What they need is hope. They need healing. They need love. They need a savior. They need someone who will lay down their life. Someone with the fire of God who will hear God's call and bring Jesus to the world. What they need is a revival. There is a place called the River Bible Institute, a place dedicated to training believers how to live, minister, and flow in the anointing. And it's for anyone, whether your heart is in business or full-time ministry. This is a place the Word of God is taught and demonstrated. The Word will challenge those of you attending to find clarity in your calling and deepen your relationship with the Lord. It will provide you with a new perspective on how to reach the lost for Christ and live in God's life-changing power. It is a place where you will be empowered to make a difference and set your world on fire with revival. God is calling for all believers. Will you answer? question, will you answer the call of God on your life? Will you answer the call of those crying in the wilderness and the the call for the cry of the lost waiting for you to answer the call? Maybe finances have stopped you you thought maybe you couldn't pay for the tuition. Well, for the River Bible Institute and the River School of Worship, it gives me great pleasure to tell you that I have been authorized to give you a scholarship. Right now, uh, we're not having any scholarships for the River School of Government, but don't let that stop you. Don't let that stop you. Because God will make a way. He'll make a way. He always does. And once again, my email, if you have any questions, prayer requests, testimonies, comments, questions, feel free to email me at firetalkradio2 at yahoo.com, firetalkradio2 at yahoo.com. And about that scholarship, 
if you want to give somebody else a scholarship you know you know has a call of God on your life, feel free to do that because I give you the authority to do that, and you can tell them that if they know someone, they can give them a scholarship, and it keeps on going and going and going. It has a ripple effect. You can check out the schools at riverbibleinstitute.com, riverschoolofgovernment.com, riverschoolofworship.com. School starts in August. And I'd love to have you follow me on my homepage at blogtalkradio.com forward slash fire talk radio two that's number two blogtalkradio.com forward slash fire talk radio two with a number two and also check out like my facebook page at facebook.com forward slash fire talk radio two with a number two and also check out my twitter I kept my Twitter there, and also you can check out iTunes. I'm on iTunes. You can download them for free. I don't have that address in front of me, but you can go to firetalkradio2.tk. That's initial T like Tom, K like King. So it's a shortened URL. That's firetalkradio2 with a number 2 dot TK. And you can go there. And also, just a quick disclaimer here, I just want to let you know that the comments and opinions expressed during Blog Talk Radio commercials and ads do not necessarily reflect that of myself or my Christian beliefs, especially the new ads promoting the consumption of alcohol. I just want to let you know about that. So I know that I have um, I have listeners in South Africa, and I have listeners in Canada. And right now, actually, I have on a side note here, I have five minutes left. What I'm going to do is I have some announcements that I'm actually making here, so I'm going to add 30 minutes, but I'm definitely not going to use them all. So just if you're listening or if you're just tuning in, um, I'm not going to use them all. I'll I'll be using just maybe maybe, uh, a little bit of them. But uh, I want to let you know that I, I, I know that I have listeners in South Africa and Canada because I've heard from you and I know that you're you're there so I want to let you know about my uh my pastor Pastor Ronnie and his wife Adonica Pastor Ronnie and Adonica Howard Brown have been ministering in in South Africa and for 21 there's 21 days of revival but the, for the last uh, the last week, it starts the 8th of March, so it's this coming Sunday, Afri- South African time. Uh, so from March 8th through March 13th, 
times to be announced. And uh, the final revival is going to be in Cape Town, South Africa. The phone number is plus two seven two one five five two four zero nine six two seven two one five five two four zero four I mean four zero nine six plus two seven two one five five two four zero nine six. Also the website is www dot crc dot org dot za that is www dot c like charlie r like romeo c like charlie dot org dot z like zebra a like apple www dot crc dot org dot za so it's this coming Sunday through Friday and it's for all you South African listeners enjoy or or you can all go be a part of it that's at christian revival church unit number seven ludo park and that's c o or care of it looks like coburg and one ludo avenue montague or well ga cape town south africa you can check it out on their website as well and another, let's see here, in Ontario, Canada, is there's a great awakening in Ontario, Canada, and that will be, at, let's see here, April 12th through the 17th. That's Sunday through Friday, and the phone number for that is 519, area code 519-542-7731. That's area code 519-542-7731. You can check out all of the itinerary for Pastor Ronnie and Adonica Howard-Brown at revival.com. And I'm trying to see if I've left anything out here at all. Trying to be thorough in everything that I, I want to let you know about. There is, once again, I think I've, I've given you the phone number is 866 857 48 That's 866-857-4837. can call for prayer. And if you want to, my my email address is firetalkradio2, that's a number two at yahoo.com. I think I've, I'm pretty, pretty sure I've gotten all of the announcements. Hopefully I don't miss any. Tomorrow I'll be continuing in my series of the authority of the believer or the believer's authority. I'll be continuing with that. And let's see. 
that'll be tomorrow, Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then next week, Friday at Eastern, 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, I'll be continuing this series on my treasure. I uh, hope you join me then. Uh, also on Monday, I'm going to be having live, I'm not sure what yet, but live at Monday at 8 o'clock. Stand, all of this Eastern Standard Time. And I'm going to be starting two, two more series. I'm not sure when. Maybe next month, which will be April. But it's going to be on the Holy Spirit and the healing and miracle ministry of Jesus. I will be starting those. So I will be having four different teachings that I will be doing Um so I hope you join me for those. They're going to be awesome. I know I enjoyed them in Bible college. And I think that's about it. For now, anyway. I'll let you know that you are loved. You are loved by God and by me. You are accepted in the beloved. You are precious. You are priceless. You are unique, you're one of a kind, you're beautiful, you are everything, you are God's treasure, you're his prized possession, and you are worth so much to him that he left all the treasure of heaven and came down to earth in the form of man God came to to earth in the form of man for you because you're his treasure prized possession and God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son he gave his best gave his only begotten son that whosoever believe in him shall not perish but have everlasting life And God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world should be, would be, hold on a second here. I just saw something. It says in Malachi 3.16, through 17, then they that feared the Lord spoke often one to another, and the Lord hearkened and heard it, and a book of remembrance was written before him for them that feared the Lord and that thought upon his name. And they shall be mine, saith the Lord of hosts, in that day when I make up my jewels. And I will spare them as a man spares his own son that serves him. Wow, in that day when I make up my jewels. Wow. We are his prized possession. What I was reading earlier was John three sixteen through 17. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, 
but that the world through him might be saved. So we are God's prized possession. And looking up on Google, the scripture of, it's in James 1.18, for every good, I'm going to start at 17, for every, every good thing given and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shifting shadow in the exercise of his will forth by the word of truth so that we would be a kind of first fruits among his creatures. I don't think that's the scripture I meant to click on here. Let's see. Nonetheless, we are his prized possession. So we are his treasure. Now, I know that I played the prayer earlier, but I want to let you know that God loves you. He has a great plan for your life. And God forbid, if you were to die this very second, do you know for sure beyond a shadow of a doubt that you would go to heaven? If you're not sure, mean it with your heart. You know, the, well, the Holy Bible says, let me just let you, the Holy Bible says, we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. The wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So if you want to make sure you're going to go to heaven, just mean it with your heart and repeat after me. Just say, Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me. Cleanse me. Set me free. Jesus, I believe that you died for me. I believe that you rose from the dead and are coming back again for me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit, passion for the lost, a hunger for the things of God, and a holy boldness to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. I am saved. I am born again. I am forgiven. And I'm on my way to heaven because I have Jesus in my heart. I forgive everyone who ever hurt me, including myself. I receive your forgiveness Jesus, fill me with your peace, your joy, and your love. Amen. I tell you as a minister of the gospel, Jesus Christ, I tell you today that all of your sins 
forgiven you right now. Always remember to run to God and not from God because he loves you a great deal. has a wonderful, wonderful plan for your life. If you have not been baptized with the Holy Ghost and, and filled with Holy Ghost and fire with evidence of speaking in other tongues and you want to be, just pray this prayer after me. Just say, you know, Jesus, he's a baptizer in the Holy Ghost and fire. So just say, Jesus, fill me with with the Holy Ghost and fire with the evidence of speaking in other tongues because I know you are the baptizer with the Holy Ghost and fire. Amen. And right now, just by faith, don't speak in any language you know. Just open your mouth and don't think about it. Don't, it's not your head, just from your spirit. Just the love take control of your vocal cords and just speak through you and give you prayer language. There you go. Keep louder, louder. There you go. More, more, more. There you go. You got your prayer language. Praise God. Praise Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for baptizing them with your Holy Ghost and fire. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now, if you haven't got your prayer language yet and you haven't been baptized the Holy Ghost, don't worry. Just stand on the Word of God as a promise. There have been a lot of testimonies of people going about their daily chores, and all of a sudden they start speaking in tongues probably because they weren't thinking at the time very much about anything and they didn't have time to think about what was going on and they didn't weren't thinking about that so stand in faith it will happen i it's it's going to happen sooner or later and i want to let you know that if it, i'm going to pray for those who are sick in their body or in their mind and I pray for you right now. Jesus was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement that brought us our peace was upon him. And by his stripes we are healed. We were healed. And Jesus, I thank you that healing is the children's bread. I thank you that in the in First Peter. 224, it talks about how we were healed. So it talks about we are healed and we were healed. We are healed, we were healed. We are just healed, period. And I thank you, Lord, that you you know what is bothering your children and you know where they're sick. You know what they need, Lord. I just speak to those who have been diagnosed with schizophrenia Maybe you've been diagnosed lately. I, I speak to that, that disease, and I and I pull it up by the roots in the name of Jesus. I command it to go right now. I bind it in the name of Jesus. I command it to go in the name of Jesus. I loose the healing anointing in your brain in the name of Jesus and in your mental, in mental 
emotion region as well in the name of Jesus. And I thank you, Lord, for healing them and improving them in the name of Jesus. I speak to migraine headaches. I command you to go in the name of Jesus. I take authority over you. I bind you in the name of Jesus. You have no authority over them at all. Thank you, Jesus, for your healing anointing from the crown of their head to the soles of their feet for everyone listening right now and who will listen to the archives. And I thank you, Father. I thank you for healing them from the crown of their head to the soles of their feet. And female conditions I speak to, and male male conditions I speak to them, and I speak a total release and healing in the name of Jesus. And to glaucoma, I speak to glaucoma, I bind you in the name of Jesus. I take authority over you right now. You have no dominion over the child of God. I speak 2020 vision in the name of Jesus. And I thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, that you took on every sickness and pain and upon yourself, upon your body, and crucified yourself. Were crucified, nailed to the tree. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I speak to appendicitis. And that that I, I bind that I, I I pull it up by the roots I command it to be healed in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus and, and gallbladder problems gallstones kidney stones bladder stones I command it to be disintegrated in the name of Jesus with no pain no ill effects no side effects at all. I, I speak to COPD. Uh, I, I bind you. I break your power in the name of Jesus. I take authority over you. I command you to go right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father, for a creative miracle, brand new pair of lungs. I thank you that if you're still smoking, Father, that they stop. I break that addiction in the name of Jesus. Thank you for it, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Speak to every form of addiction. In the name of Jesus, I put the blood of Jesus on you. I break your power in the name of Jesus. I take authority over you right now in the name of Jesus. I speak to the spirit of suicide. I bind you. I break your power in the name of Jesus. I command you to stop harassing these people in the name of Jesus. The spirit of depression, go right now in the name of Jesus. Don't return in the name of Jesus. I speak to the prostate, and I thank you, Father, prostate cancer. I speak to it. I pull it up by its roots in the name of Jesus. Let's go right now in the name of Jesus. I put the blood of Jesus over you. Now I speak healing, brand-new prostate in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father, for it. You paid the price on Calvary that they may be free, may be whole, may be healed. In the name of Jesus, it is done. In the name of Jesus, it is done. In the name of Jesus, it is done. And I thank you, Father. Pancreatitis, I bind you. Go in the name of Jesus. You must go in the name of Jesus. 
in the ovaries, the ovaries, the cyst in the ovaries disintegrate in the name of Jesus, causing no harm to the or ill side effects to the body in the name of Jesus. Speak to the nasal passages of sinus conditions. I command you to be made whole and heal and, and stop. And I bind this those conditions. Father, I thank you for healing them from the crown of their head to the soles of their feet. In the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord. I thank you for revealing these conditions to me. That I may pray under your and, and, and take authority under your anointing that you that you may touch them, Lord. And I I speak to the people who've had heart, open heart surgery or heart surgeries of any kind or heart conditions. I I thank you, Lord, for a speedy recovery and healing and a quickening in the name of Jesus. They shall live and not die, but proclaim the works and glory of Jesus. And every heart condition, I speak brand new heart in the name of Jesus. I speak the arteries be, be clear and, and no, no longer clogged in the name of Jesus. I take authority over you. In the name of Jesus, you will not be clogged anymore. No more clogged arteries at all. And thank you, Lord, for just going in there and smoothing out their arteries, every artery that's blocked and, and clogged. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Father. Thank you for brand new hearts, heart valves. He orders everything, brand new heart. I thank you for brand new body parts that for people who need them. Thank you, Jesus. You're so awesome. Thank you for opening the deaf ears in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father God. For those who are partially deaf, that you open their ears, make them have perfect hearing. And those who are completely deaf, perfect hearing. I thank you, Father God. You're so good, so kind. I think I speak to the bones, the brittle bones. I I, I I command fat bones in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. To those arthritis, bursitis, any kind of itis, inflammation, I speak to it in the name of Jesus, and I command it to be. I bind it, and I command the arthritis bursitis, and any other kind of bone problems to go in the name of Jesus. I bind it in the name of Jesus. Fire God right now. Fire God right now. Filled, filled, filled in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for filling them, filling them to overflowing in the name of Jesus. The fire God, the anointing destroys the yoke of bondage. The anointing is voice activated. Only the anointing destroys the yoke of bondage. And the longer they're under the anointing, the more they will change. And the more the anointing will work in their hearts and their lives and their marriage and their family, in their in their children, in their schools, in their ministries, in their in their church in their relationships, and their friendships, in all areas of their life, Father. I just thank you right now for touching them. I thank you right now for enveloping them in your love and and manifest presence. 
your Shekinah glory. You're wonderful. You're awesome. You're so good. I thank you for all that you've done through this broadcast, all you've done in their heart, in their bodies, in their life, and in my life. I thank you, Father, for all you've done. And Jesus and the Holy Spirit, you're so wonderful. You're so good. You're so great. You're so awesome. I thank you. I give you all the glory, all the honor, all the praise only you're worthy of. If you have any testimonies, feel free to write me, email me at firetalkradio2 at yahoo.com. I'd love to hear from you. Or you can write a comment on my uh, on blogtalkradio.com forward slash firetalkradio2. That's with a number two. And I, I I look forward to being with you again um, tomorrow at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Until we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand and envelop you in his love. Be my son.